to my podcast. My name is Alex. And this is The Lone Man's Dungeon, where I will attempt to play a tabletop game by myself. Now, there are a lot of tabletop games out there on the market today. But today I'm going to use the system of Troika. Now, Troika is very unique in many ways. You do things like roll six-sided dice. You don't get to pick your character's background. You roll to pick a character's background. But we're gonna go over, we're gonna do that today. We're gonna do a character creation today. And if that goes well, maybe the next podcast will be how to play the rules and the story. Now I'm using the Troika for the story, but I'm going to be using another tabletop book. I'm going to be using Morkborg. And as I said in the as I said in the intro, I'll be playing this game all by myself. I will be the GM, the NPC, and the PC. GM is game master, NPC is non-playable character, NPC is playable character. And I will be doing that all arguing with myself, on my head, and on a, a Dungeons Dragons book that I have from before. I thought I was going to play Dungeons and Dragons, and then COVID happened. I have the Troika book system, the Troika Numerous Edition. I've read through it multiple times. I have my bag of dice. I have pens, I have pencils, and I have a computer to look up something, look up anything I don't know. Alright, so basically I'm going to create four characters today. And then we're going to do the backgrounds today. And then we're going to get roll for items, things of that nature. Now character creation the character creation system is much different from D&D. You only get three skills. The first one is skill. And you determine that by rolling a D3 and then adding three. You roll a d3 by rolling a d6, and then you have it. You use the skills for things like fighting or actions like awareness. Now, fighting is a general term. They have things in here, jousting, sword fighting, spear fighting, shield fighting. You would use it for your spells, too. Spells like... Shit. Spells like Assume Shape, Random, Brittle Twigs, <laughs> I see, I just I remember this, Golden Barge Pilot is a skill on here, because you ride golden barges from worlds to worlds. Alright, I got sidetracked. Okay, the second skill in your skills skill set is Stamina, and that is your HP, and you determine that by rolling 2d6s and adding 12. As I said before, this whole entire game is run on D6 systems, and that's it. And I kind of like it. Alright, after that, you do your, your final skill is luck. Use luck in combat when you're trying to do something, so if you fail, you could use your luck. You can spend a, a luck, one of your luck skills to try to do better. We'll go over that later. But you determine your luck by rolling a D6 and then adding 6. 
All right. So then after you do those things for your character creations, then you would do the items. Basically, it's just silver. You roll 2d6 to determine your silver. And then every character gets a knife, a lantern, and a flask of oil, a rucksack, plus six provisions. All right, let's choose our character. Oh, and then after that, it's you choose your character's background by rolling d66. That's two d6s off the character back off the character background pages in the book. Like I said, like I said in the beginning or earlier, you do not get to pick your background. I guess you could if you really wanted to, but I like the idea of rolling dice, let, let the dice decide, which is, I'm going to do a lot of that, letting the dice decide. My characters, my actions, which way I go, things of that nature. Alright, so let's do this. So let's get my first character, roll, roll one dice, divided by, I got a four, have that, so it's two, at three, I got a five. Let me write that down. Five. Stamina. You roll two dice. I got a. I got an eight. So I had twelve. That's twenty. Okay. Roll for luck. Alright, I got a... I got a 1. Wow. I got a 1. Yeah, 11. No, I didn't get a 1. I got a 7. No, that can't be right either. Yeah, that's right. No. I got a five. Alright, for my second character, I got a three. Like that. No, I got a six. Divided by three, and then add six. Equals six. Alright, next one. Ooh. The reason it's kind of soft and a thud when I roll the dice is because I am rolling on a book to make sure nobody else wakes up because I would have to roll on the table or on the floor. So I'm rolling it. I'm rolling on top of a book. Yep. Alright, so yeah, uh, for my stamina, I got a. Wow. Three plus twelve, oh, that's fifteen. Okay, let me write that down. Alright. My luck will roll one dice. I got a two. Wow. So that's H. Okay, third character. I got a six. Divide that, that's three, add three, that's six, wow.
Okay, next one. Roll two dice. Stamina. Wow, lost my dice. I'm not going to go pick it up. Alright, for my next one, I got a 6. Wow. 6, yeah, that's 12, that's 18. Alright, let me add my luck. Alright, let me roll for my luck. Alright, I got a 6. Add 6, that's 12. Cool. Not liking these stats. They seem a little low. 5, 20, 11. 6, 15, and 8. Not used to that. Really used to D&D. Okay. Ah, roll skill. I got a 6. Divide by 3. Divide by 2. It's 3. Da, da, 6. Alright. Stamina. I got a 7. Okay. And my luck. A one. Okay. Well, not the best stats I've seen in the world. Five, twenty, eleven for character one. I got five, a twenty, and eleven for my scale stamina unluck. For character two, I got a six, fifteen, and eight for my scale stamina unluck. Character three, six, eighteen, twelve, and character four, six, fifteen, seven. Now, let's roll for their backgrounds. Alright, so the backgrounds pages. Cool, they got matching pictures to the background. It's got a background picture and kind of like a mini story that you can use when creating your character. Because just because, because it says right here, when creating your own background, as a general rule, stick to 10 or so total points to describe it in a range of 1 one and 3, with 3 being with someone who has already mastered their trade. I'm not going to go through the whole entire thing. But basically, you create, a, you have your character's background kind of there, and it's your job to sculpt it. Which I really like that idea. I can really create something unique with their guidelines. Okay, character one, let's do this. Character one, dang, keep rolling off the book. I rolled a one and a two, let's see. That can be either, so what you do for a d66, I should have gone over this, for a d66 is you roll two dice, and for this, for this table, you just put them together. So I rolled a one and a two, so I can either do character 12, which is the Befuller of Pawns. A wise man, priest, pass picker, and a pond pisser. Uh, so he's a frog. Oh, this is interesting. He is a, a high priest in a pond for a frog god named the Bloated Toad God. Interesting. Alright, or 21. 21 is a Demon Stalker. Pretty self-explanatory. 
You stake your redemption upon your redemption upon the ability to kill and to kill demonic creatures and those who break bread with them. Go men in the wilds of the angels call to the slums, only to be driven back off the edge of the map and onto the shores of chaos. Hmm. Let's see. After reading the descriptions for both of them and the backgrounds, I think I'm gonna use the I think I'm gonna use the, the folder of pawns. I like his character a little better because it's unique. It's not your typical thing. <laughs> I would have never thought of it to be honest. And I think I, I have this I have this idea. This funny idea of my character just constantly trying to spread the relig my his religion of pfft, around the world and to his friends and people are just like I'm good no no I'm good and he's like no it's but it's a good religion see I can I can use some pamphlets it's a good religion and the party's like we've heard this a thousand times we're not doing this okay so fuller of pawns interesting. Okay, character two. I rolled a two and a six, so that can be either 26 or 62. Let's see, 26 is... I'm scrolling. I'm going through the book. Hmm, 26. Fellow of the Peerage. Peerage. Of porters and basin fillers, or called, or they're called luggers. Hmm. Luggers are a servile group by nature, most often found in the service of others, weighed down by loads that would buckle a donkey. <laughs> you take pride in this so much that every day's assignment of the guild cannot state your desire to serve, causing you to venture out in the search of a real challenge for such a talented. Varlet, Vele, Vele. I don't know why I read it like that. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Or, or 62. That was 26. 62, 62, 62. Oh. The Vengeful Child. Your child was burnt, your village was burnt down by ruffians, or your mother was beheaded by snake cultists, or your father was hung by corrupt officials. Either way, you took umbrage and entered the world with a chip on your shoulder and oversized sword on your other. Wow. So basically, it's just a urchin. Well, I think I'm going to go with 26 again. Or the little funnier option. The funnier option again, because that's an interesting thing. The fellow of the... Just luggers. We're just going to call them luggers. They're called luggers. I'm not going for that whole title. That whole title, every time I want to address him. So, a lugger. It's just somebody that carries equipment for the team. Possessions. A wooden yoke, a brown overcoat, and a soft doffling cap of the guild. You get a bail hook, and you use it as a weapon. Use it as a knife, and it... And you get one plus one on, on rolls for lifting heavy objects. I didn't go over the I didn't go over the high priest, the before of Ponza's things. Possessions. 
a sackcloth robe, <laughs> caked in stinking mud and over and yeah overgrowth. You get plus one to sneak, plus one to sneak in marshy terrain while wearing them. Minus one everywhere else, because it stinks. Let's see damage, da, da, da. a large wooden ladle. <laughs> Damages a maze. Uh, advanced skills. This is the advanced skills I was talking about. There's basic skills, which is your skill, stamina, and luck, and then you get your advanced skills. Spell, swim, spell, 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 sneak, second sight. And you don't get to pick your spells either. The spells are already written down for you. He has he knows drown, tongue twister, undo, web, and second sight. He's got sneak and he's got swim. That's good. Plus second sight. Also, you never contact disease as a result for drinking stagnant liquids. Okay. You go back to the... Uh, so that was the Beholder of Ponds. Let's go back to the Lugger. Let's see. He's got plus four strength. Fist fighting. Run. Hook fighting. Sneak. And awareness. Interesting. He, so he does have sneak. He's, he's got awareness. Hook fighting. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to pick the lugger. Okay, for character three now. I have this idea for the lugger not to make him a slave. He's going to be a slave. Like a slave. But I have this idea of, I have an idea for this character to be like, no, I'm not doing this. Like, he doesn't want to do it, but he does it. Like, every day he fights it, but he still does it. Something stupid like that. Okay, character three. Okay, I got a five and a four. So that's 54 or 45. 45 first, because it's right here. 45 is... Huh. You are Red Priest. You are anti-sarcastic, sarcastic, evangelicist of the Red Redemption, wandering confessors of the festering world of sin, the constant accumulation and assumption of mass. Only by rejecting all earthing ladders can one be outshacked to the destiny which binds them to the demurrage. Dem I have no idea what that word is. Possessions, red robes, a traditional faceless metal helmet of your order, modest armor. So you just add, you just add a modest armor. And if I remember correctly, modest armor is only plus two. Plus two if I am getting attacked. So if I'm getting attacked with damage, they would have to just, they would have to subtract two damage to me. Uh, a symbol of your, no, a symbolic single-headed great axe but fully sized and fully functional okay to help batter down the doors of sin its damage is a great sword okay advanced skills spell ember spell firebolt spell flash wow plus two to great axe fighting uh second sight and spell exorcism that's interesting i already have a priest but this red priest Seems like a badass. Alright, 54. 
54. I went too far. 53, 54. Fellow of the Sublime Society of Beefsticks. Brawlers believe the application of might in good beefsteak is the universal truth. Words have no power, and you can do more, and you can define the universe better than you can build a house. I don't know why my brain just farted like that. Lift a cup, lift a cup, a spear, a stake. Really, they have thought a lot about this. Wow. That's interesting. So, weapon of choice. So, I get a weapon of my choice. A small grid, gridiron. Look that up. Uh, two things of premium meat cuts. A waistcoat and a bottle of strong but fancy wine. Hmm. So, he's basically kind of like a chef. His, his advanced skills are two in fighting with the weapon of my choice, two in wrestling, two in swim, two in climb, two in run, two in fist fighting, and one in grilling. <laughs> if I had to choose, because I already have a priest, I'm going to use, going to choose the beef sticks one. Again, the little kind of funny option. And I'm just going to call it Society of Beefsteaks, not the fellowship fellow of the Sublime Society of Beefsteaks. I'm just gonna call it the Society of Blue Steaks. Beefsteaks. And it sounds like I can he's kinda of like a fighter. Instead of a instead of a magic fighter, which if I do this again, I might do if I roll it, I'll pick the red priest. But this time I'm gonna pick the beef skater. Beef stakes because I can turn it into a brawler. Alright, and my fourth and final character I got a four and six. So that's forty-six. Okay, forty-six. Rhino Man. Hmm. <laughs> the original Rhino Men were created by an insane sorcerer several centuries ago, but rebelled and killed him. <laughs> they are fairly rare creatures, serving as formidable and loyal guards to those who can afford their service. So for the Rhino Man, he is a, a beast. So he has beast weapons, as long as 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 well as other weapons. So he's a horn. He can use as a knife. Tough skin. Rattlemen always count as being modestly armored. And an undersized spear. A tiny useless helmet. Knuckle dice. Half full firkin of, of rattle beer. Firkin. Never heard of that. Or 20 provisions worth. Wow, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of beer. Advanced skills. Spear fighting. Run. Strength and gambling. Hmm. Or 54. I don't know. I kind of don't like the Rhino Man. You know? Kind of. I don't know. 54, 53. What? Nothing. 
about 54. 54 was something else. 64. I don't know why I said 54. 54. Visible confusion in my eyes. 54. 64. God. Is a wizard hunter. Okay. Some people say man is the most dangerous prey. They're wrong. Can men ignite the air and freeze your blood? Can men turn into flocks of seagulls when cornered in an alley? No, they can't. Wizards are the most dangerous prey. Okay. I do like that better than the rhino man. Okay. Positions. Large sack. A witch hair rope. A crossbow and 12 bolts. A sword. Uh, a pocket, a 1d6 pocket of gods. So, okay. Pocket, pocket of gods are his, a little pocket with miniature gods in them. Miniature gods inside, inside the little pocket that you throw and you gain luck. Interesting. Or a ruby. Hmm. Okay, whatever. Uh, advanced skills, tracking, disguise, crossbow fighting, sword fighting, sneak, locks, and etiquette. <laughs> interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay. Uh, I don't like the Rhino Man. Really don't like the Rhino Man. Uh, after reading everything, I'm just going to use the Witch, the witch Hunter, Warlock Hunter. Wizard Hunter, that's it. Yes, the Wizard Hunter. <laughs> I'm tired. The next podcast, I will introduce. I will introduce them. Their their names, because now they have a, they don't have names. They have one, two, three, and four. I don't have names for these guys yet, and I can't think of something on the fly. But yeah, sorry. Um, distracted. Visible distractions. Visible confusion. Uh, but yeah, the next podcast I will go over stories, backgrounds that I created for my characters, names that I created, and then we will be diving into the campaign, which I'm not using a Troika campaign, because Troika, the boy, the book of Troika doesn't give you any campaigns, unless I order other ones, but the general book gives you ideas for things, and the rules, core, the core rules. So I'm going to use Morkborg, like I said earlier in this episode. And Morkborg is... I'll go over that. If you've never heard of it, don't worry about it. It's really good, though. If you have heard of it and you like it, let me know. Leave me a, leave me a, leave me a comment or something. I'm brand new to this podcast thing. So I don't know. If you liked what you heard... Stay tuned for more episodes. I'll try to be doing this every week, once a week. We'll see. We'll see if it actually works. Because right now we haven't done any combat. And that's going to be interesting. Combat and going through a narrative. Okay. Troika is a RPG book written by Daniel Sell and edited and developed by Jarrett Carter. Layout and development by Christian Kessler. Ebook and layout by Daniel Sell. Additional development by Daniel Martin. Proofread 
by Fiona. I'm gonna butcher that last name. I Mauve, I think it is, by Fiona Mauve. There's other names in here. There's other things to in here, but I don't want to go through this whole entire thing of thank you, thank yous, and stuff like that. I got the main ones. Oh, it's Fiona Mauve Geist. That's why it looks so weird. No. Fiona Mauve Geist. These are all first names. I'm being stupid. I'm so tired. And Corey and Brian. Playtested by Alex Clements, Douglas Clements, Luke's Gear, Luke Gearings, Seal How, Ho How How, XCP, Andrew Shipman, John Taw. Yeah, there's a lot of names. Oh. Copyright 2015, 2020. Jeremy Duncan, Kirk De Detwiller. Okay. We'll see you next time on the Lone Man's Dungeon.